Hi everyone, Sandman here. Guessing by the number of thumbs down on yesterday's video, I won't be producing any type of thought experiments that go that far to the wild side in the future. I've also had some positive comments about my most recent video, but I kind of feel like Marty McFly playing 1980s rock and roll back on a 1950s stage. Anyways, one guy even said that I went full retard in reference to the film Tropic Thunder, so I guess I'll be sticking to more strict MGTOW analysis in the future. Anyways, this topic is originally the one that Chiron wanted me to cover with his donation. He originally wanted me to cover the new breakthroughs in male contraception and what's been going on in that field lately. First of all, let me go through some more traditional methods to control male fertility. Believe it or not, hemp and rue were once used in medieval times in Europe for such a purpose. Apparently it reduced male fertility by about 50%. In Persia in the Middle Ages, we were using lavent cotton to control male reproductive ability, but in 10 to 20% of the cases, they permanently destroyed male fertility if they were used. Other organic methods include extracts from papaya seeds that were given to monkeys in 2002, and those monkeys had no sperm in their ejaculate, and as a result, their bodies continue to function just fine. That same year, researchers used the jamin plant from Africa and temporarily reduced the sperm count in rats. But none of this research has led to any fertility products for men that can be purchased over the counter or through a prescription. For most of human existence, the withdrawal method has been used with a 4% failure rate. In the past, women used to be more in tune with their body cycles. And humans have known for the most part the days of the month that women are most fertile. So it makes sense that the withdrawal method is the most tried and tested in our society. In more recent history, Gaiaspal is a cotton extract made from the first clinically tried contraceptive pill for men. It was found to increase male sex drive while simultaneously stopping sperm production. Dr. Elzemir Kutenhu performed the medical trials and on 10,000 patients and over a course of about two years. And the drug worked perfectly. It was a natural drug and it worked completely. Dr. Kutenhu said that the drug was shot down because of the resistance from feminists, no surprise there, politicians, obviously influenced by female voters, as well as the drug companies because they couldn't make a profit, because there was no way to patent a drug because it was just a natural extract. And this was back in 1970. There's no way that such a drug would ever receive FDA approval in the United States. I'm mostly allergic to conspiracy theories, but if you have a product that's ready to go to market, that's also safe, cheap, and effective, and feminists are trying to stop it, then you're definitely onto something. And I can't believe that feminists stopped it dead in its tracks in the 1970s. If Dr. Kutenhu's drug had been approved, imagine how many unwanted pregnancies we would have prevented. The idea that this drug was a natural aphrodisiac for men would have meant that it would have also sold from that aspect alone. As a result, women would receive more male sexual attention, and they wouldn't get pregnant needlessly. But this isn't about practical applications. This is about making money by selling birth control pills, as well as creating new citizens for the state if the female happens to forget to take her birth control pills. Women have always controlled reproduction, and they don't want to lose their monopoly, because if they do, then they can't hold a baby over a man's head and demand that he be a provider, or else she will sick the lawyers and the state on him. Good old-fashioned human ingenuity created the male contraceptive, and has been thwarted once again by bureaucratic and gynocentric power. If we were truly living in a patriarchy where men control things, then this drug would have been approved a long time ago. And all of you guys listening to me could go out and have sex without worrying about getting a woman pregnant. At some point in the future, I'd like to do a God Among MGTOW series video on Dr. Kutenhu. 
Another interesting development that's rarely talked about with regards to male fertility is the role that the Roman Catholic Church had in stopping the approval and release of this male contraceptive pill. Dr. Kutenhu had a lengthy press battle with Cardinal Maria Neves, claiming that the church was trying to stop him from trying to run a Planned Parenthood campaign. And just like the modern state is seeking out more taxpayers through increased population, the Roman Catholic Church has spent part of its existence, if not most of its existence, seeking to suppress birth control and Planned Parenthood so that its flock of followers can continue to expand. To think that the Catholic Church, as well as feminists, might have worked together with the state to stop this simple, cheap, and effective male contraception really pisses me off. Instead of having safe and easy methods for men to take the pill and go about their business, men now have to rely on surgical procedures such as vasectomies to prevent unwanted pregnancy. And up until now, there's only one form of approved male birth control outside of condoms. And neither the condom nor the vasectomy are 100% effective. But 99% is better than 96% if you try to pull out and use the withdrawal method just before ejaculation. With regards to more recent developments in male contraception, we now have the Vasilgel product that many of you on YouTube have been talking about. Vasilgel has been patented in India, China, Bangladesh, and the United States and it is well into human testing. It's a synthetic polymer, a type of plastic that's injected into the male. And this product is similar to getting a vasectomy, but it is apparently reversible. The only thing that's delaying its approval at this point is that there haven't been enough human trials done with it yet. And I don't blame men for not getting this injection done and testing it out. Who knows, it might permanently damage male fertility, and we just don't know it yet. Everyone seems gung-ho about getting this product to market, but what we should be doing is trying to figure out how to get a generic drug company to start selling Dr. Kutenhu's pill, developed over 45 years ago, and bring it to market. I see two different things that would allow men, if they felt inclined to do so, to return to the plantation in safety. I know I'm not going to do that myself, but if I had to and I had no choice, I would fight for Dr. Kutenhu's pill. And if it was released, I would go off and live with the woman, common law, in the Canadian province of Quebec. That way I know I wouldn't have to pay child support because I was taking my pills to prevent her from getting pregnant. And I would also know that I would never have to pay her alimony. I would be free and clear for all intensive purposes. This would effectively reduce female access to male resources. Feminists are a funny bunch. They claim they don't need a man, but they still want children to hold over a man's head. No wonder the birth rate is falling across most of the Western world. And if there was a male contraceptive pill, there would probably be less than one child per couple in many places such as Germany, as well as Japan. And I'm all for it. I think we need to reduce population. If the state wants to make life tough for men, then men need to make life tough for the state. With regards to Vasilgel, it lasts for about 10 years, and it also doesn't affect sexual performance. And the recovery time is only a week after you get the injection. And the successful reversal for this procedure is more likely than getting a reverse vasectomy. Getting back to the original male contraceptive pill, I read somewhere that up to three-quarters of all pregnancies in black American women were unwanted. Imagine if black men could increase their sex drive and simultaneously eliminate unwanted pregnancies. Has the state looked at how much this would reduce the overall use of social assistance and food stamps by black women and children? The state would actually be saving money by approving Dr. Kutenhu's drug. Many states are also taxing cigarettes in places where the government is responsible for paying for everyone's healthcare services. And in this case, they save money by not having to treat as much lung cancer. But the real issue for the state is to continue expanding the tax base and the number of citizens. Again, more people equals more tax receipts. 
But you have to wonder if at some point there will be a diminishing returns to having more and more people in our world. And at some point it will influence the quality of life for most people. Male contraception is about increasing the quality of the children in our society instead of just increasing the quantity of them. For me, I'll probably continue to use condoms when I feel the need to be sexually active, which I haven't really felt since I took the red pill about a year ago. Again, you can either love women or understand them. You can't do both. At least I can't do both anyways. For me, pornography is the best form of male contraception. It allows men to be free of women and also allows them not to get STDs. The explosion of online porn, no pun intended, has had the effect of giving men more than enough variety to look at and to be sexually satisfied more than ever while being single. And it's no surprise that places like Iceland are trying to outlaw pornography in order to give women the upper hand once again. But until we change the political system and feminists stop trying to stop male contraception, nothing will happen. Women seem content letting men use vasectomies and probably vassal gel as well because most men aren't going to go through with such a complicated medical procedure. Most men don't even go to the doctor for regular checkups. Most women have nothing to fear from healthcare providers that give men surgical or syringe procedures to stop them from being fertile. Women seem to have a problem with pills which can be easily and effectively taken by men and are 100% effective. And I would take Dr. Kutenhu's pill, knowing that it's just as safe and easy, if not easier and safer, than the female birth control pill. Well, that does it for today's video. For the next few days, I'll be at the Men's Rights Conference in Detroit. So hopefully I'll do a few interviews and have a little bit of footage to share with everyone. I'll share my experiences with everyone about what happens there regardless of whether or not I shoot anything. Hopefully there won't be any protesters there to attack the conference or the people going to it. And if they are there, I'll be sure to get tons of footage and share it here with everyone else. I'm looking forward to meeting Terrence Pop from Redonculus.com. If I see him, I'll probably buy him a beer. It's just not right to see him without him holding a beer in his hands. Anyways, let me know if you have any specific questions you might want me to ask of anyone going to the event. If I get the chance, I'll ask those questions. Anyways, thanks to everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.